Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Have you ever wondered how people get started in commercial property, how they buy their first property, how they decide which one to buy? Well, follow my journey as I take you through what made me think of buying my first property, how I got from residential to commercial, what are the fears I had to overcome, what are some of the things I had to look for in my first property so I can purchase my first commercial property, and the journey I went through and the things I had to overcome to be a successful commercial property investor. Welcome to Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant, and today Today, I'm actually going to talk about my first ever property that I bought in commercial property when I first started my journey and the things I was scared of when I first got into commercial property. And the reason I want to talk to you about this is because now you might be seeing a lot, a lot of advertising, a lot of information about commercial property that's been spread by agents, by auction houses, by other people who are teaching commercial property. But one of the things they don't teach you is how the journey starts or that you can grow a property portfolio from 360000 which is my first commercial property. Now, I started investing in commercial property in 2012. And one of the reasons I started investing in commercial property was because I was almost forced into it because I needed cash flow. I was a beauty therapist. I'd just come out of uni and I was continuing my university journey. I have aging parents who needed me to support them. So if you come from an Asian origin, you will know what I mean by that. You know, I'm an only child. So, you know, there's no bank of mum and dad, there's bank of child. So I support them through retirement. I reached my serviceability capacity because I bought three residential properties and can't go any further. And I couldn't see how I could help them get into retirement faster. And that's how I got into commercial property. I started investigating cash flow because I thought there had to be another way of profiting through property, right? Because for me, I was like, these people are profiting through property, but I'm not. And why am I not profiting through property when I could? And I'm seeing all these examples. And this is why I want to bring this to you because ultimately it's all about cash flow and commercial property got me there. And when I first started, I was scared. I was scared I was making the wrong decision. I was scared because I was going against the trend and the grains of what the market was teaching. I was scared because I knew nothing about commercial contracts, commercial leases, how to retenant a property or how to even judge whether a property was good or not. Whether it was a good investment, whether it was not. I didn't even know whether certain areas was good for commercial property investment and whether you should be investing in a retail, office, warehouses in different areas across Australia. I had no idea what a yield was, let alone what a lease term was, let alone know what an option is, let alone know what a landlord and tenant rights were. There was no books out there about it and there was no information and there was no courses about it. So I started my journey completely a blank learning from scratch. Right, And since then, I've obviously Obviously, written the definitive book on commercial property. So I'm here, cashed up with commercial property. That's a definitive guide. There's a link below if you want to get it. But up that aside, one of the big, big things about getting into commercial property is overcoming these fears and understand that the road has been traveled before you. And there's other people who've actually been on this road before you who have succeeded through commercial real estate. And then I started to realize that you can actually succeed in commercial real estate by implementing the strategies you have in commercial, but just giving a little tweak, looking at it from a different point of view, and therefore profiting so much more, really 10xing and 20xing your income and your results, right? So first commercial property, $360,000 I bought this property. It's a Japanese restaurant, about 52 square meters, back of an arcade, no windows, had a seating area, and it was in North Sydney, which is a big 
hubs that service a uh, office community, right? So they have office spaces everywhere, and pretty much it opened from pretty much from about eleven o'clock all the way till about three thirty when the lunch trade finishes, and that's what they did Monday to Friday. That's it, and they made it work, being able to pay the rent, pay themselves, and still profit from it, right? So that's that their business, right? And do it over again. I probably wouldn't even advise my clients to buy this type of property in an arcade where there's no windows and no walk past traffic and everything is dependent on word of mouth. However, during the time I've owned it, I bought this in 2012 and I sold it in 2021. So I owned it for about nine years. And during that time I owned it, never had a time the tenant didn't pay rent. Obviously during COVID, we were mandated to pay half rent and renegotiate with the tenant and all of these things. And of course we did that. But apart from that, tenant always paid rent, rental increases, and then market reviews brought the rent up gradually and then, you know, up by 20, 30, 40% and market review times. The business was sold to other a, another Japanese operator and at which point, you know, the rent was renegotiated, the tenancy was renegotiated, but we're always been on five-year rolling leases, five by five by five, right? So it's a very, very secure investment. And for some of you, I might have gotten lucky in that first purchase. But the most important thing to realize was I bought the property at $360,000. At that time, our interest rate was already 6 to 6.5% in 2012. So at the moment, if you think your interest rate was high, when I got into commercial property, I was exactly in the same boat as you. So it's no different in this high interest environment. The only difference is at that time, you were able to buy into Sydney at an 8% yield, which you can't do today. Today, Sydney is at 5.5% at best, possibly at 6 for retail, but normally it's about 55 right? So 8% was when you could buy into it. That was the day before the influx of people who understood commercial property, and it was a very closed industry. And I was going against my fear of vacancies, locations, yields, leases, everything else, right? So I started the journey, and it was a small investment in my backyard that I could drive to. And I mistakenly believe that I could drive to it and it will help me. But you know what? In reality, it won't help you even if you could drive to your property because if your tenant's going to vacate, they're going to vacate no matter what you're going to do, right? So the tenant didn't vacate. We did the right thing by the tenant. We'll also make sure we took care of the tenant's interests. The lesson number one I learned was that you are in partnership with your tenant. Be good to your tenant because they are going to pay your rent, put cash flow in your pocket and continue to lease out your premise and give you less headache. So be nice to your tenant. And then I realized that with each rental increase, I started to understand leases and the obligations of the tenant and also the landlord under the lease, what the tenant pays in terms of outgoings and what you pay as a landlord in terms of outgoings as well. So I learned all of these things. And it was important to help you get over the fear that your tenant's going to run away because one of the big things you've got to understand is it's the tenant's livelihood, right? They need to be in that business because that is their dream. Their dream is to run the business. They might be passionate about the food they have. They might be passionate about the business they're in. They want to create value that way. They want to make people happy that way. They want to earn an income that way. And ultimately, they're going to build up their business, sell their business, and sell off to the sunset. And that's what they want to do, right? And that's their dream. And very different from commercial property investors who want to profit from the investment, and that's their dream, right? So that is your tenant's dream, and you need to be part of it to help it make it successful so that they, in turn, can pay you more and more rent and the value of your property goes up, right? So I learned that working with a tenant is fundamental for commercial property, and that helped me to get over the fears because it's just understanding someone on a human basis. And the biggest thing that has come out of COVID is that organizations like Bunnings, organizations like Chemist Warehouses, Packinson, those people will take advantage of a mandate and half their rent, even though their business is booming. But the average mom and dad who are your hairdressers, your dentists, your butcher shops or your takeaway shops won't. They will pay every single cent of that rent. And that is the salt of the earth. They're good people that you work with. And I understood that from the tenant. Then I understood my biggest fear was also 
about location risk, about vacancy, and also about not buying in the right returns. But I realized that those things can be overcome by research. And through the time I've actually owned it, the first time I didn't get the aha moment as I bought the first property, and that was really, you know, by the seat of my pants, hopefully that was a good decision. But over time, I learned that yield is something that in terms of return needs research, understanding, and talking to lots of agents and looking at lots of materials and doing the deals. I understood that my fear around vacancy is because I think that properties are stuck. If they're a restaurant, they're a restaurant. There can't be anything else. But in reality, a restaurant can be a barbershop. A restaurant can be a Centrelink. A restaurant can be a cafe. A restaurant can be a hairdresser. A restaurant can be so many things, just like an office space can be a training organization. An office space can be hot desk. Office space can be a childcare center. Office space can be converted to medical centers, just like that. Just like warehouses can be different things. So understood with versatility, minimizes the risk of vacancy. So that really helped me. Then of course, my fear of, you know, am I getting the return? Am I doing the right thing? Is it pivoting towards commercial property the right way where the market is going so much residential, 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 growth, growth, growth. But in reality, you're never going to make up for lost rent, missed out on yield compression and yield growth and never going to make back rental growth. So the sooner you get into the market, the better, especially ultimately you're going to end up needing cash flow. Regardless of whether it is you today at 30, you then in 40, 45 or 55, ultimately you're going to need to switch to cash flow. So it's worthwhile to build that strategy around having cash flow along with your growth. And had I redone it again and again, I would have looked at cash flow and growth combined together as a holistic strategy to move forward, where in the beginning, all I chased was cash flow. And I had made some mistakes. I've invested in some really regional areas. I've invested in some kind of tenants. I've trusted some agents where I shouldn't have. And that's why I decided to write the book. Right In the book, I actually details the 10-year journey that I own or the 9-year journey that I own that property in North Sydney, all the rental increases or the positive cash flow that I got. But the whole point is that in the journey, I wanted you to minimize that mistake right, and have a strategy and blueprint to walk forward to. Because I realized with blueprint and foresight, you can minimize tax, you can minimize land tax, you can get higher yields, and you can balance your portfolio, become more secure, and you feel more confident each time you invest. Now, for my little shop, I sold it in 2021 for $1,050,000 after owning it for nine years. And on average, it gave me between fifteen dollars to $19,000 in passive income per year during the time I owned it. In the beginning, I got into the property at about 6 or 6.5% interest on an 8% yielding property. Over time, my interest did drop and then my interest also went up again going along with the market. But overall, on average, I've always made positive cash flow. And if you know where to buy, there is growth in commercial property, just like my little restaurant premise in North Sydney. So commercial property is about understanding the fundamentals. I've come to realize and best way to overcome your fears is to have a strategy around it, to educate yourself and to be with other like-minded people, join organizations, communities where you see other people do it. So you build the confidence through the case studies and through the journey they've gotten, they went through. So on that, note hopefully that's been helpful i've got a new event coming up on the 12th of september there is a introduction event on commercial property cash flow there is also a if you're in sydney 17th of september i've got a live event face to face i'm coming to you about commercial property cash flow and one other thing join my community so much more out there for you to learn about commercial property and i look forward to welcoming you into my community bye for now I hope you've enjoyed my journey of how I get started in commercial property. The fears that I have, the doubts that I have, what I had to negotiate, 
But in the end, it was all worth it. I was able to grow my portfolio from one property to many properties. Now, today, I have close to 20 commercial properties, over 52 tenants, all because I started with just one property in North Sydney for 360000 Now, for some of you, this might seem an amazing fate, but it is step-by-step learning trial and error. There's mistakes that I've made. There's money that I've put into areas and into properties that I could have doubled if I'd somewhere else. There's certain things that I could have negotiated harder, things that I could have done more during due diligence, but I've distilled all of that into a course, into my videos, into my book, into my live events, so that you out there as the first-time investor, or maybe you're out there trying to grow a portfolio, you can listen to it, you can learn from it, and the most important thing is you can avoid the mistakes that I've made and save save yourself thousands of dollars. So join me for the next podcast and the one after. In the meantime, check out our events. Go to unicorn.com.au, helentarrant.com. Let us help you build a cash flow rich portfolio through commercial property. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property. 